0: Welcome to the Sealy News Podcast. I am the host, Cole McNana, sports and education editor, coming to you live from the Sealy News studios at Sealy News headquarters with another behind-the-scenes look at the stories in the July 30 edition of the paper. We'll take a deeper dive into some of the conversations had and provide you with some of the bits of the interviews left on the editing room floor. This week, we've got conversations with Samantha Grace Perko, who helped Texas claim a fifth straight team championship at the National High School Rodeo Finals as well as Belleville head football coach Grady Rowe on the recent passing of Zach Hood. We've got a great paper for the last one of July, and this show should be a good one as well, so thanks for tuning in. Hope you stick around. Tell a friend if you enjoy it. Share it with someone who might like it, and reach out to me at sports at sealynews.com for any story ideas or any podcast guest recommendations. So, the top story this week at the end of July is how a state has altered its reporting of COVID-19-related deaths, which will bring some death numbers up, but that doesn't necessarily mean they all happened around the same time. As of Wednesday morning, July 29, Belleville Medical Center announced Austin County's total case count was up to 202, with 120 reported recoveries and five deaths, but you can read the full scoop from Judge Tim Lapham in the online version of the story. Our managing editor, Joe Southern, also has some Sealy City Council coverage, taking a look at plats and parking lots, as well as some other interesting things to check up on. He also had some fun out at the gun range with some gun-toting grannies. A group of ladies called the Java Gypsies were given some gun handling lessons by Sealy Police Chief Jay Reeves, and Joe got some awesome pictures as well and put together... A great story on that day at the range. So hit up SealyNews.com for the full versions of all those stories if you didn't happen to buy this week's paper. The other front page story this week was from the school board meeting last week where the district's return to school plan was presented, although the major caveat was that that presentation was not the final plan. Assistant Superintendent Chris Summers led the presentation alongside other district leaders, and new Superintendent Brian Hallmark also said that district leaders would reconvene after receiving results from the second round of parent and staff surveys sent out earlier this week. So, stay tuned on the final version of what school will look like in Sealy ISD this year, but there will be an online and in-person option for families to choose from. We've got some extra graphics in the online story, but either way, you can check out the full scoop in that story. And like I said, you can likely expect another story once it's finalized here these next couple of weeks. Speaking of schools, I spent last Friday night in Belleville at the football stadium where they held a remembrance gathering for the late Zach Hood, who was lost in a car accident earlier that week. Hood was going to be a senior, likely playing a big role on the football and soccer teams where he had been recognized on all district teams in previous years, but he leaves behind parents, two sisters, and a brother, as well as countless friends and teammates and supporters, many of whom were at the pasture of pain, to give Zach one last Friday night under the lights. It was a great ceremony for a young man who I gathered, was well-respected, and appreciated in his time. I never had the pleasure of meeting him in person, but I was moved at the ceremony and honestly, going back through my pictures that night when I found the picture that was going to be the lead image for the story, I, I broke down and, and cried a little bit. Um, just seeing his family linking arms, holding up his number three with the whole student section in the background doing the same. It was it was awesome to see so much support for the family and and that's exactly what I talked about with Coach Rowe afterward. So, joining us now is head football coach and athletic director of the Belleville Brahma's Grady Rowe.
1: What does this night kind of mean to you? What is this celebration? That's, it's exactly what it was. It's a celebration of, of Zach's life and, and uh, an opportunity to our kids and our community and the family to, to get together uh, and, and as the family asks us, one more Friday Night Lights. That's you know, it's, it's what it was about, is uh, everybody coming together to celebrate that.
0: What well, you say to the support the outturn amidst the pandemic,
1: you know? Well, Belleville America never, I mean, I I've, I've say it every time I, something happens or comes up or we need people. It's, it's, it's an unbelievable community, and uh, they're going to be there. No matter what's going on, they're going to be there.
0: Can you say anything else to his, to his impact, to his what he was, what he meant to the program and, and the school?
1: I, I, tonight not, is, is, is an example of that impact. Uh, I mean, as many people that came out tonight, and the current situation that, that, that we're in, pandemic and everything, and. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, that's the impact he had. Right,
0: right. What are you taking away from tonight? What, what was kind of your favorite moment of of the
1: ceremony? There's so many. I really just just our kids and, and the way our kids uh, bond and lean on each other, and especially during something like this, uh, they're going to need each other and continue to need each other, and that, that that's that you know is. Probably the thing that I look at the most is our kids, yeah, and yeah. they're hugging and leaning on each other because they need each other. Right,
0: right. What well, is kind of the mentality? What's 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 your message to these guys? What's what are you what are you telling these guys to kind of lift their spirits a
1: little bit? Or we're just we're just telling them to to, to remember Zach and all the good times and and that big old smile that he always had it was just so contagious. And uh, that's what we're telling: them. remember those good times. Yeah. Uh, and uh, celebrate those
0: a big thank you to coach and condolences to the hood family and the entire belleville community as well sort of staying in belleville there were a trio of austin county rodeo athletes who showed out at the national high school rodeo association's finals last week in guthrie oklahoma robin rice recently graduated from belleville high J.C. Byler is a rising junior at Faith Academy of Belleville, and although Samantha Perko rides out of Sealy, she attends Providence Preparatory High School in Belleville. Either way, all of them performed well enough to help the state of Texas claim its fifth consecutive team title at the national event, although there was a point that streak extension was at risk. For the breakdown of how things went up there in Oklahoma, joining us now is a two time national rodeo competitor, a hopeful member of the Air Force Academy in a couple of years, and the nation's twelfth best girls cutting participant, Samantha Grace Perko. How was how was this one? different from the junior high one obviously other than the step up in competition okay
2: so it was like this competition was a lot different like you said but the for me I didn't know that the arenas were going to be so spread out mm-hmm. in junior high we only had two arenas and I only had four arenas okay. so for me it was like in junior high if my friend was up in that round in the other arena, I could just sit there and watch because right. like our arenas were right next to each other, but we had four arenas and they were all like pretty spread out. <clears throat> so I, if you had like, if you wanted to go somewhere, you had to move. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. All right. Um, and was this one a little bit different? Obviously, because of the pandemic, was, was there different kind of restrictions in place, uh, in on that, on that front?
2: Um, so we had to wear masks. At our team meeting, mm-hmm. um, and at the high at the high school meeting, mm-hmm. but other than that, there weren't. Mostly because it's Oklahoma, and Oklahoma hasn't had any restrictions this whole time. Okay. So other than that, we were pretty free to do what we want. They encouraged social distancing, and if right. you felt like you needed to wear a mask, wear one. But they just that was
0: pretty much it. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, uh what was it like to have your friends with you? Obviously, like you said, you were able to kind of see them perform a little bit, I guess.
2: Yeah, it was really fun. Um, my – J.C. did really well. Yeah. Um, she doesn't think she did, but I'm proud kind of her. <laughs> um, but all of my friends did pretty well. So, you know, we're all pretty pretty proud of each other, you know, because we did end up getting our fifth consecutive team title right so we're all pretty proud of that yeah
0: that's awesome were you able to hang out with with your friends a little bit like at the at the end of the night or something like that
2: we were so i was up sunday morning tuesday night and Mm -hmm. jc was up sunday night tuesday morning okay so we had all of monday which is like to just relax you know because before you run you get kind of (laughs) nervous you know nerves and excitement and all of it just kind of works you up so but um We were able to hang out pretty much, and then our stalls were right next to each other. So we were able to walk our horses out together. We rode our horses together. We were, you know, it was the three Austin County girls had our stalls right next to each other. I don't know how it worked out, but (laughs) it happened that way. Um, So we all checked each other's water, would fill it up if it was empty. You know, um, like we had some horses that would get pretty... Uh, wound up and they mm-hmm. didn't see other horses. So you know, just calling people, hey, your horse is doing good. I I'm over here.
0: You know, I gotcha. So, I gotcha. All right, yeah. cool. That's awesome. Well, yeah, and and you mentioned uh, you know grabbing another team title there. So what does that mean to kind of uh continue that legacy? I guess right, continue that win streak.
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty cool because you know, four years, people could say, oh, well, you know, you just had. A few good people that right. that was their four years and they aged out, right? So for this to be the fifth year, you can't really say that you know they just aged out of high school. Like we're good, like everyone from Texas is good. Yeah, you know, if you can win in Texas, you can win just about anywhere, <laughs> and you can definitely compete anywhere.
0: For so. sure, for sure. Um, was there any real doubt? Was it was it even close at one point, or did you kind of always know that you guys had it in the bag?
2: So the girls actually we were down by twenty five points at one time to Kansas. Totally down. So we we had a pretty good scare because in the <laughs> first round, uh, I want to say about half of the girls didn't do great in their first round. Oh man! So we needed a bunch of points. Um, like we had a bunch of points that we could have gotten, but we didn't right. get as many as we could have. Um, so it was we had a scare, but we ended up pulling it out.
0: All righty, awesome, awesome. Well, how do you feel about your performance uh overall, I guess? You know, were you – were you, did you feel like you did up to your expectations or is there kind of still some left on the table there?
2: So I I was really proud of my first round, but mm-hmm. it was great. And the second round, with five seconds left, I ended up losing a count, ah. which is five points, and that's five points from each judge, so ten points.
0: Right.
2: So, it was really rough. I was really upset because, like, it's nationals, you lose a cow, you don't, like, that's it, right? Right. Um. but I was able to get in the short go, the top 20, I was top, I fully tied for 18th. Okay.
0: So,
2: we ended up taking 21 girls back because of the tie. Right. So I ended up skimming in there, and so I knew I was, you know, I was out of reach of the title. But I knew if I just went in there like a good clean rundown, I might be in it for the average
0: but I could still get short go no money or right. awards. You know? Right. There you go. All right. Yeah. What will you have to do to kinda of get back there again? You know, I guess the stage is kinda of set now, uh, for your return. So what do you kinda of have to do? What's what what kind of what do you need to work on? Uh I guess, what's areas of improvement that you need to, to work on in this off season here?
2: You know, my horse worked so good for me mm-hmm. that it's just – I don't know. I can't say that there's no room for improvement because there is. I got gotcha. you. But, you know, like, it's one of those things where I lost a cow. It's kind of a freak deal. Um, I guess I could work on my communication with my coaches a little bit better mm-hmm. on picking cows. Um, right. But, I mean, we just we did really well. And it's just being able to put, you know, put together three really good runs. Right, right. Uh, at state and at national, you know, to do well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Um, how was the travel? How was how was your trip? Uh, with your mom there.
2: You know, it was pretty good. We had a really good time. It was <laughs> uh, we, had some, we had some fun for sure. Uh, let's see the ride up. We stopped quite a few times to, so I could get out and walk around. Okay. And then we stopped because of my knee, it was kind of bothering me on the way up. Yeah. And then, let's see, we got two arms and we found a really nice place to let my horse out. So we got her out for about 10 15 minutes, walked around a little bit before we got there. Nice. Because um, the dishes would have to like, stay in the trailer for a while once we right. actually got there. So we wanted to get her out one last time before we. Cause that trailer's hot, you know, in the middle of the day, it's 100 degrees outside. She's inside of a tin can. Right. And it's like 120 degrees inside there. There yeah. Oh, and so she tied up on the way up. So basically she had a really bad muscle cramp. Oh no. Um. right, right before we left. So oh, my man. trainer, like we're loading up the trailer, we're fixing to pull out, and my trainer calls and says, "Um, I don't know what's wrong with your horse, but y'all gotta get up here. Oh boy. So we're like, oh no. This is not happening. Not right behind the show. <laughs> not the not the day we have to leave, right? <laughs> so we get up there and um there was some I had a there was a friend of mine who was walking her around to kind of get her out of it. Like mm-hmm. if you have a cramp, you want to stretch your muscle, right? So, right. That's basically what they were trying to do, they were trying to get her out of it. But so basically it was like from her neck to her oblique. Oh
0: she yeah. was
2: cramping. On her right side, so like her and her right leg, she was like holding it weird, right? And she didn't want to move. So um, it's just because she got too hot.
0: Oh um, man.
2: Yeah. So and it was so humid that morning. It was kind of cool, but it was really humid. They tend to They're... tie up more the humidity. Yeah. You know, because yeah. Of, because it's humid. Like everyone, and it's when it's cooler. Everyone thinks, okay, well they're fine. That's cool. outside, But actually, the humidity, when they sweat, the sweat evaporates. So that's how they cool themselves uh-huh. down. When it's humid, that sweat stays on them and it can't move. Right. So it just makes it like a burrito. It's like a, It's like if you were to take an ace bandage and wrap it around them.
0: Yep. Yep. And
2: so they can't. It can't breathe. Almost. You know. Yeah.
0: They that
2: too. Yeah. The Brazos Valley Equine Hospital is on the way.
0: Okay. Perfect. Um,
2: so instead of just going up 36, we went up 36 to 6 mm-hmm. and back around. Uh, so we gave her fluids on the way and he gave us muscle relaxers. Because, like, after you cramp, your muscles still hurt.
0: Right.
2: So we gave her some muscle relaxers while we were there to keep her muscles good. And I had to, like, make sure to walk her out an extra 10 minutes while we were upstairs. Make sure to wash her off really good. Make sure she had a bunch of water. Make sure she was drinking all of her water. Because after like horses tie up, they don't really want to drink much. Mm. So it's and like for horses, how are you supposed to make them drink? Like you should <laughs> make yourself drink. Like you know, like okay, I just pulled a muscle, I have to drink. But, right, like, you right. can't make your horse drink. So, it's, so giving them fluids, that kind of stuff. Just watching, monitoring their water. You know, making sure they're drinking as much as normal.
0: Wow. Of course. Yeah. With nothing, nothing, no big meat can happen without, without some adversity, right? So.
2: Oh, of course not. <laughs> I just had to be, you know, my mom was like really scared on the way up. I was like, I was scared too, but I was like trying to relax, to this thing. Right. Like, it's okay, God's going to handle it. Like it's, that's going to be okay. We're it's good, we're good. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was just kind of one of those things where I just needed to see her. Yeah. See how she was, you know.
0: And do you think she was affected at all in, in your runs? She was, she was ready to go by the time you got there then, right?
2: Yeah,
0: she was, she was pretty good. She there was, you go. I would say she's back to her normal self. Awesome. Awesome. All right, well and how about you and your sort of injury, your recent surgery? How was, how was your knee? You mentioned it was a little getting stiff on you on the way up, but how did you feel performing, uh, on a surgically repaired knee? So, the first two runs,
2: like normal, I kept with my knee brace. Mm-hmm. But while I was there, I, um, uh, I ended up riding a lot without my knee brace. Okay. And I realized it felt so much better without, sure. like, while I was riding without my knee brace. And, let's see, Thursday morning, which was the day of the short go, we got a call and said, hey, you're sitting on the bubble for the short go, but they want anyone that thinks that they might make it to come to the performance because they're going to draw afterwards. And so we're all like, okay, that's sure. fine. Great. So I go up there, and I don't have my knee brace with me. Uh-huh. And I only realized the short go is at 2 instead of at 7, and it was 11.30. And I needed oh. to be on by 11.45, and oh. I didn't have my knee brace with me. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so I ended up showing without my knee brace, which I was really proud of because my knee felt so good. All it right. felt so good and so strong the whole time. Um, and I didn't let it mentally impact my ride. There you go. Um, there were some times like before. I was like, "What if? You know, like, what if I don't kick it right? What if I don't hold on well? What if you know all the blood is Like, no, you know it's time for this. This is what you need. Oh, your knee is you know stronger than I think it is. You know, trying to spike myself. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was I was really proud of myself for that because you know. It had it started to hurt while I was wearing it, so it yeah. felt better when I wasn't wearing it, which was a weird sensation because right. it hasn't been like that in the past <laughs> three years. <laughs> so you know, I was I was really happy.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well yeah. good to hear. Sounds like it was a good trip. And uh and you're yeah. back now, so you're what's what's kind of on tap here uh for the next I guess couple of weeks. When do you start school again?
2: So I start school on the tenth of August.
0: Okay. Um
2: yeah, so right now, uh I'm just kind of riding some other horses. I'm going to give my horse the week off. There you go. Because, um, you know, I mean, like, that was a hard trip. She was in a stall that's smaller than she's used to. Right. And she didn't, she wasn't able to get out at all. I, you know, I took out when I can, but it wasn't as much as she normally gets. Mm-hmm. So um, we're just going to give her the week off. Um, Tomorrow, I'm going to go to my grandma's in Mississippi. So, we're going to have a good time. So, I'm going to take a break myself. Okay. Um, and then our cutting starts back on the 7th of August.
0: Okay. Alright. <laughs> so
2: we, really <laughs> we get about two weeks and we're back at it. There you go. Alright. Alright. <laughs> yeah. oh. The Bylers, actually, they got home. Let's see. They left Thursday night. They got home probably middle of the day, Friday. I went to a rodeo Saturday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. And JC was like, I don't want to go. Right?
0: So, like, they, were so injured, so they were so they went. Wow. How did she do? Yeah. Do you know how she did over there?
2: I don't know how she finished. I know her brother ended up winning the all around. Okay. So we were, yeah, I was out of him. That's
0: pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Alrighty. Well, um,. What else can you say to this uh second national appearance already, you know? Uh like we kinda talked about, pretty kind of surreal being a sophomore and, and going to going to nationals, but uh were you were you did you feel a little bit better prepared having already been to a national competition like this?
2: I did, um, uh, you know, knowing kind of what nationals was like. Right. You know, um they make a really big deal about your back number. You have to have a back number the whole time you're there. Okay. And just historically, nobody at Nashville likes Texas, mostly because we beat them so much. Right. It's just like the haters. So they are going to do anything they can to try and get you disqualified or get you, you know, your ride doesn't count or whatever. Sure. So it's like a big deal to always have your back number on. And so, uh, you know, I went with the mindset, like, you walk out of the door and you reach around, you just slap your back and make sure you hear, like, laminated papers. <laughs> um and make sure you have it on, you have the wristbands on. Uh, so I was, I wasn't nervous. Like the first time I was kind of nervous growing up because they're so strict about it. Right. Um, but this year with COVID, they weren't so strict because it was a new facility. Um, but they weren't as strict as I thought they were going to be with the back numbers, which was really nice. Yeah. For us. Um, but it was still, you know, make sure you have it on, make sure you're in code. Mm-hmm. Um, but,
0: yeah, I, we had a really good time. Awesome. Awesome. Good deal. Well, I really appreciate your time, and congrats again. And, and, uh, and well, shoot, I mean, you're right back to it. So no no off-season for you, I guess. Yeah. No, there
2: really is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and my mom was saying, like, because my dad's like, well, you don't have a break. My mom said, well, not everybody went to Nationals. You know, people that didn't go to Nationals, sure. they have a break. Right. that's you know, so what you get for winning. You know, you yep. give or take.
0: There you go. Well, and, and now you're going for a nice trip up to Mississippi, too, so that that should be pretty good, we definitely
2: are. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, Can and, do.
2: You know, um, now that I've been to nationals, I know what it takes to win nationals. Right. And I feel I, – I can't say I feel confident that I'll win next year, but I feel confident that I will do good. There you go. Um, you know, everything goes right, Lord willing. Um, but I just feel confident that we have a good shot. Right. You know, we have a we have a good chance at it. My horse is definitely capable of it. Um, you know, I'm capable of it. I just have to realize that um, <laughs> you know, be able to put everything together at one time, three different times in a row.
0: <laughs> three different times. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Like you said, it's it's great to kind of see it firsthand and and really see what it takes. And 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 now now it starts all over again. Right. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> never stops. Never stops. Well, know,
2: stop,
0: right? hopefully, uh, hopefully you do enjoy your, your little your quick vacation here coming up, and um, yeah. best of luck moving forward. And and thank you again thank so you. much for your time. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it. A big thank you for your time, Samantha, and congratulations to all the three athletes on their accomplishments. Also in sports this week, we've got some pictures from the 37th annual TJ Mills-Ricky Seals Memorial Golf Tournament in Hepstead, also from last Friday. About 95 golfers competed while raising money for future scholarships to be handed out by the Sealy Tiger Athletic Booster Club. So a big thank you to Ms. Courtney Janachak for the photos. From the Diamond, we've got coverage from Sugarland and the Constellation Energy League, as well as some more pictures from Joe Southern. Jumping right into those dog days this summer also are the Astros and I covered possibly the longest game I ever have a couple nights ago on Wednesday when the Dodgers and the Astros went 13 innings even with a ghost runner starting on second base each inning of the overtime period. But in any case, you can check out the website for full coverage and the most updated stories. That'll about do it for this week's show. Thank you again for tuning in. Tell your friends. Go pick up a paper and be sure to check out our website. Follow us on social media and you can always call the office to set up a subscription. Thanks again. Have a good weekend. Be safe and support your favorite local news outlets today.